activation of his dreams. All right, welcome back to uh, the Hutchinson Report. If you believe that, I have a chance for you, Leroy Carr, a Leroy Jackson. I have, I almost said Carter because I had a great friend, Leroy Carter, and I always think of him. I have, Leroy Jackson, an opportunity for you to win the grand lottery, the grand lotto. What's it pay about, what, $50, $60 million, something like that, maybe $100 million, I don't know. The grand lotto, and here's the deal, without buying a ticket. There you go. All right. Welcome to an edition of uh, our three to five minute kind of a drive by review of news and events of the week. The Hutchinson Report podcast take of the week. All right. Let's talk about the trade deal with China. There is pending a trade deal with China. And what it will mean is now it will open up once again the farm market all those products out there that the farmers are screaming about hey you're killing us with the trade war you're killing us with tariffs we can't sell to china well if the trade deal is cut guess what the farmers wisconsin pennsylvania ohio michigan they'll be i mean happy 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 they will be in duck soup you like that one they will be swimming in duck soup they will be overjoyed it has great political consequences, as we well know, Leroy Jackson, namely the farm vote. It's huge. Those five states, it's part of the Trump base. In other words, you've taken something off the table. Let's keep our eye on that. The trade deal hasn't been signed yet. My guess is within the next month or two, it will the ink will be dry on the deal. It has, again, huge political consequences. All right, why are they beating up on Elizabeth Warren? Elizabeth, now, every article I'm seeing is with this theme. She's slumping. She's sliding downward in the polls. Now, is there a conscious effort to sabotage Elizabeth Warren's campaign? I'm beginning to think. You know, I'm not deep state conspiracy. I'm not into that Trump stuff. I'm beginning to wonder if they're going after Liz. They being, of course, the mainstream media, a little bit of disinformation from the GOP. You know how they work things behind closed doors. I'm wondering, is she seen as that big a threat? Yes, she is, and I'll tell you why. Unlike Bernie, who's an upfront socialist, we already know that. Uh, Elizabeth now is a major threat to major banking industry in this country, i.e. tight, tight, tight constricted regulation. Don't want that. They'll literally, pardon the bad pun, Leroy Jackson and A.H. Hoffman, they'll bet the bank (laughs) against her. They literally will do that. Let's keep our eye on that. And that's a good segue to something else. The Democrats were going to have a debate, as you know, at Loyola Marymount University Mm -hmm. this week. I said, were. We don't know. They may not have that debate. Why? Because you have local Unit 11, Service Workers Union. They've been pounding away against the universities because of wages, health, and low pay. In other words, domestics. Uh, domestic services at the universities and the campuses. Well, they, they pulled out of UCLA. They were going to do the debate there. They said, no, we can't do it there. Mm. The DNC. Okay. Now they moved it to Loyola. Turns out this week, all seven candidates, those that have qualified, uh-huh. seven have qualified. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Bernie Warren, Warren. Uh, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. Mayor Pete, Julian Castro, um, Amy Klobuchar, and also billionaire Tom, Tom Steyer. Steyer. Okay, you got yeah. the seven. Cory Booker, sorry. Yeah. N- no go. We knew that. Why is he still in the race? Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> Having said all of that, 
They will not cross. They all issued a statement, all seven candidates, including B and their Steyer. We will not cross the picket line. Wow. We will not cross the picket line, and they may not have the debate. I'm not sure it's a bad thing that they don't have it. You know why A.H. Hoffman and Leroy, how many debates, how many times can you hear the same friggin' thing over and over again like about the same issue? I mean, you know, come on. We, you beat it in the ground. What you need to do is skip the debates, get out there on the campaign trail, and by the way, Excellent. get in those five states, the yep. five states that will decide the White House. You know, forget Leroy's, Jackson's, Torrance. What are those forget, five states again, Earl? Forget, forget A.H. Hoffman over in Inglewood. Forget that. You're on the L.A. side. Forget the good yes, side. LA, forget yes. that. Ohio. Yes. Pennsylvania. Yep. Wisconsin. Okay. Florida. Uh-huh. And Michigan. Michigan. Okay. We might, there might be a sixth state, North Carolina, but those are the big five. Okay. That will decide the White House. California, we're not even, you don't even count You know there. what, they don't count because they already know I don't even know why we bother to have an election. You know, with, <laughs> and with all these local politicians, most of them, they're not worth and a Trump plug. Trump can't stand they're not worth a plug anyway. Nickel, <laughs> well, they're not worth a plug nickel anyway in California. There's only one decent politician, and you know who I, I say, Maxine Waters. Once uh-huh. you get past her, the rest, you know, you can toss them somewhere. All right, having okay. said that, um, it will be very interesting. Speaking of worthless politicians, Jackie Lacey. Oh, Jesus. Jackie Lacey is up for re-election. We have a spirited uh, challenge from George Gascon. Yes, from San Francisco. Former San Francisco district attorney. Yeah. And I think he can beat her. He will beat her. He will beat her. I talked with George, and I said, George, run, George, run. She's eminently beatable. Thank you, uh, Ricky. Do that again. I like that, Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> That's a knockout. She's imminently. <laughs> well, what we're trying to do is knock her out. Uh, she must go. We she, all know yes. that. And we've been saying that for a long time. Worthless Lacey must go. Yes. Gascon, I don't know if he's going to be any better. We have to watch all of them. Watch all of them. But at least his election will send a message. We're going to be watching you, too, once you get in there. Anyway, yeah, uh, the Democratic, different. the local Democrats endorsed George Gascon this week. Mm-hmm. Happy to see that. Thank you, thank yes. you, thank you. Bill Cosby. Oh, geez. Thank you. Why is Bill, Bill Cosby? You Bill know, wants it, to get out, Earl. He's not going to get out. He's, he's not going to get out. And the, he's old, and he says that he's not remorseful, and he wants to get out. The fact the of the matter is he lost his appeal. He lost his appeal. There's not going to be any victories in court. What did he say? I'm not showing. Let's, let's get in. Let's, let's be accurate with the quote. I will serve every day of my 10-year sentence. That's what he said before I show any remorse. Oof. Wow. He can't even pretend. Heavy duty. He's still cocky in prison. He- <laughs> I like that. Thank you, Ricky. So All right, cocky. A.H. Hoffman, gentrification is a fact of life. Oh, yes. I looked out my window last week at my house in Windsor Hills. And what did you see, Let me tell you what I saw. Next door, I saw, I told you this, Leroy, 15 to 20 young whites doing rock climbing next door on their house. Excuse me? You heard me. 15 to 20 young whites rock climbing on their house next door to me. Now, in my wildest dreams, look at Ricky, did I ever think... As old as this old geezer here, did I ever think that I would look out my window and see? And they, you know, some of them look like mountain men. You know, the beards and all of that. I said, God. Now let me put. Let me give you some context. Wow. Um, Ten years ago, the block I lived on was almost all black. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, 
five years ago, they began to change. Yeah. Little changes, the dog walkers, the strollers, you know, young whites coming in. No problem. Now, you know, hey, we're an open society. We welcome everyone. Mm-hmm. But when, <laughs> one year now, no, today, there's only two black families left on my block. I'm one of them. Gentrification, whether we like it or not, A.H. Hoffman, is here to stay. It's a fact of life. It's a fact of America. It's a fact of Isn't changing. Isn't it like a cycle, though? Isn't well, I'm like getting to that. I'm it's getting a cycle, though, Earl. Well, it's changing demographics and the changing little face of America and the cycle. We Everything goes in a wheel in yes. life. Yes. And that's one of them. What, you know, and there, it's a cliche. It's been said many, many times, but it's true. What does go around comes back around, mm-hmm. but not always in the same form. We're seeing differences now. Our neighborhoods are welcoming neighbors, uh, neighborhoods. We don't uh, burn crosses. <laughs> we don't throw firebombs, you know, when blacks moved in the neighborhoods back mm-hmm. in the day. We don't do any of that. You know, we're a welcoming people. You're there. And we also know economics. If you can afford it, your pocketbook can buy it. That's capitalism. That's America. You're not going to beat that. I think there are some things about preserving some things in the neighborhood. We can mm-hmm. talk about that at another time, and we'll do more shows on that. Right. But nonetheless, when I saw those 15 to 20 rock climbers next door, I said, <laughs> what did Don King say? Only in America. You've been listening to the Hutchinson Report podcast, Take of the Week.